0: It was a very, like, sensual experience, very attentive to me, my body language, like, almost like he read a car manual on how to please a woman just with your hands. He
1: did. He he read my book.
2: Get the fuck out of here with that
1: mother.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Def- and- I did not, I did not, I did not get my fucking training from my mother. This sick, sick, disgusting... <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times.
1: As far as I know, they've had sex four times and
2: it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar.
1: And my son is a self-proclaimed
2: stand-up comic and clown. Together we host this podcast where we talk about sex, relationships, Casual sex with people that you've recently hooked up with.
1: Are you referring to this podcast?
2: This episode is a it's an interview with someone I had sex with last week, and it it was a one night situation. I went, it's not necessarily a one night stand because I know I had known this person for a while. Um, but she is hilarious, and she this was such an open discussion, and to have it sitting alongside my mother was unbelievable
1: it just hearing her view and your view next to each other open and not afraid to hurt each other's feelings or you know it just obviously there wasn't a lot of hurt feelings it was a very comfortable amicable discussion but it was kind of like interesting that it, we that you guys can be so like clinical about it
2: i mean it was I, you made it sounds like it, it it was a fun conversation for me it was it, it was unbelievable to the freedom that this gives you by having such an open di- discussion—I mean, to the point where we're talking about my premature ejaculation, how many times I came—we, I forgot to ask her. I-, I asked her that night if she came, and she said many times. So that was not brought up in this conversation.
1: Yeah, I wish we had brought that up because I don't know if, she, if that's a hundred percent true.
2: T- she, she said, didn't you? Didn't you feel that?
1: So, oh, she said. Didn't you feel it? Then she did it. But I don't know. Okay, whatever. I a text her right fucking now. Oh my it. god, we're getting the text because we didn't get clarity on that. If she had come, came, come, came. If she had come, how do you even say that? Anyway, uh, the point is that <laughs> she was awesome. Well, that, I guess that's what I liked most of all is that she said that you were down there for quite a while and uh, that uh, she had to help you along. But it finally happened. I think what she—I don't know if she came many times, but I know that she must have had one major orgasm. <laughs>
2: Okay, this, this whole intro is going to be about her fucking orgasm?
1: It was pretty pretty wild discussion, especially when she also called out, oh, and I I have to apologize because I was full bush. I mean, this girl was open. This girl was wide open in more I, ways than
2: one. I hope that... Oh, Jesus Christ, Mother. <laughs> I, I hope that this uh, encourages anyone else to have a conversation as this open because it really does enhance the intimacy and... It really relieves a lot of the stress that I think sex can create.
1: You know, I, I realize that I think I've always been kind of like her in a in sense of very open when I was going to start any kind of uh, sexual encounter with anybody, no matter if I knew him well or not. I like that. I think that's really important.
2: We got a response to the text. I said, we need clarity. Did you come that night? She said, yes, exclamation point. I came.
1: Okay. That answers that question. Well, I'm sure she came and it sounded like it was a good one.
2: I also want to just get into it, but before we do so, I want to give a shout out to all of the wonderful listeners that have left us reviews on iTunes recently. Uh, here's, uh, an- please, you guys,
1: if we can do if the if you're enjoying our show and you want us to continue, no guilt. But if you don't write reviews, we don't get noticed, and then nothing ever happens with this podcast. So please write a review. Please write a review. We okay. love you. Please um, write a review.
2: Enough. Here is the review of the week. My new favorite podcast by Karen Lee Fan Forever. Oh, I, I didn't see that one. It, it, you, you would think a podcast featuring conversations between a mother and son about sex would be awkward and uncomfortable. Instead, this podcast made me laugh out loud, wish Karen Lee was my own mother, and feel better about my own sex life. I love it so much and look forward to new episodes each week. Thanks for the great podcast, Poters.
1: Oh, I like that one. Fan Lee. Wait, Karen Lee Fan for
2: Life. Thank you so much. That is such a sweet review. If if you'd like to uh, support us, you can also go to our com slash sex talk with my mom page, which is in the show notes of this episode. We love your financial support.
1: Yeah, we're, we're trying to do a lot of stuff together. And the best way to do it is if we can buy some equipment and do it do it together. So it would really be helpful if you join us on Patreon. It would be really helpful if we got to this episode, Mother. Stay tuned.
2: Julie, welcome to the show.
1: Happy to be here.
2: Very excited to have you on here. Do you want to introduce Julie? Okay, so Julie, he, here's here's the deal. Julie and I worked together in New York towards the end of my tenure at this <laughs> cafe. It was after I, I had left. Yeah. We had a little date. It led to a fun night. And then,
1: then I recorded... Can I ask, did he use a Groupon by any chance? No Groupon. No,
2: I didn't. No, it was a fucking... It was actually... She decided the bar... Because it was near her place.
0: Yeah, I
2: did. And it was an incredible evening. Uh, that it was a Leo Sun night at this bar.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, fun, super fun.
2: And so we ended up getting our tarot read. We
1: did it say you are about to make love. It did. It was a Jesus very sensual experience. Fucking
2: Christ! She was she was aware of what was happening the whole time. I was uncertain about where this night was going to lead.
1: Just for the sake of argument, what are they? What are the, your ages?
0: Well, I know
2: your age, but I'm 28.
0: I'm 21, going to be 22 in
2: two weeks. So, this, little, this, this H- little age gap there. Yeah, little age gap. Which, which was on my mind. So, anyway, basically, <laughs> how this, how this, this whole recording session took place was that I recorded an episode, probably the last one that was on this show, that is all about my thoughts on casual sex. Which, if you haven't listened, is not it's not my favorite thing, and. I I was like I want to make sure that Julie is aware that this episode is coming out and that I hope she's not offended because it was not something that I meant for her personally. It it basically it's just the views of this whole summer of my experience with casual sex, and so I called Julie. We had a little discussion about it, and then it opened up a whole dialogue between us.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: good. I was surprised because you you were like, hey can we debrief that night and that experience? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess we could debrief if we... I didn't think about that, but that's a good idea.
1: And what's so strange is like, and maybe it's a generational thing or something, but I never heard of people debriefing after like a, a one night stand. Is that common?
2: <laughs> she didn't, no. you, you didn't use those terms. You were, you were much, you you were much more yeah. articulate or like not as nerdy.
0: I definitely didn't say, hey Cameron, I'd love to debrief with you. You know, <laughs> I, I think, and knowing that he had the podcast, he would be willing to share his, you know, opinions on what, you know, he felt about the evening. And, and
1: I, is this like, first of all, I'm assuming you're not a virgin.
0: Uh, not anymore, since Cameron. <laughs> no, I'm okay. No,
2: no she's, she's not a virgin. She knows what she's doing. In, In fact, fact <laughs> of, of the people that were, the, of the participants of this experience... I would say that I was the lesser of the experience because (laughs) maybe, maybe or like, I received so this I received this text from you, Julie, (laughs) uh, right before I left, which was, Have a safe trip home to LA tomorrow, Cam. The cafe feels hollow as shit without you. If and when you return to New York, hit your girl up. I would be happy to help you with your premature ejaculation you'll be missed good luck with everything heart 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 we had never discussed my premature ejaculation prior to this text
0: I, I, have
1: you like listened to the podcast do you know anything about that issue
0: so before our date we I'd, I'd never I, I didn't really want to listen to too much just because I didn't want to be biased or whatever and then after it occurred I did listen to it like, I'd say at this point I've listened to like eight episodes
2: was it notable to you that we're like oh this was much shorter than other guys have lasted before? Well,
0: it's happened before, so I wasn't like totally taken aback by it, but it was sh- yeah, shorter than usual. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Would you say it was under 5 seconds?
0: No, it was over 5 seconds. I'd say I don't no, know. I would say like well there was two two ejaculations. Right. <laughs> so the first well, thing I'd yeah. say with with oral sex was about what would you say, like a minute, which is pretty sure. And then,
2: which was pretty then sure. when we yeah. had sex,
0: I I don't really maybe like four minutes or something.
2: I don't yeah. really remember. For the, so for the record, I don't. When this is occurring, it does not feel good personally. Yeah. Like emotionally, is not fun for me to come very quickly. FYI. Wait, what
1: are you talking about right now? What do you mean emotionally it doesn't feel fun to come real quickly? Are you saying that it's upsetting to you?
2: <laughs> Extremely upsetting at the moment. Very embarrassing. Um. Oh, anyway, why don't we Why don't we open I, – I feel like I've hugged this whole, experience, this I whole I mean, discussion.
0: Uh, walk, walk us through what exactly happened, Julie. What exactly happened? Okay, so I honestly I, – I wasn't really sure how he felt about it, whether it, if it was going to be a date or just like an – you know, hang out, bro out, whatever. Um, um, we talked at the bar. I had a nice time. There were no lulls in the conversation, which is always good. Um, then he walked me home, which was very kind. And then I kind of didn't really know what was going on. I was like, Oh, so do you want me to walk you to the subway station? At this point he knew that I was really trash at giving directions. I didn't think he really trusted me with that. To begin with, and then he's like, No, 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 it's fine. And he's like, Wait, well, do you want to like maybe smoke and hang out? And I was like, Fuck yeah, like, let's do that
1: so oh, cam i asked if you wanted to smoke and hang out yeah
2: i was very i was confused about the situation i didn't know if she wanted to hook up if she felt comfortable i was like oh she's 21 i don't know if she does this regularly i don't do this regularly i don't know how this goes down i was expecting you maybe like to be like do you want to come up but i didn't hear <laughs> that so i was like oh maybe i can suggest an alter but i I did sense like you might have wanted to hang out so i was like, yeah. um. I need an excuse for get up there. So maybe, maybe smoking is the way to go. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I just got involved <laughs> in smoking.
0: I mean, I also i am not a big fan of smoking if I'm going to hook up with someone either. I get awkward. even said, like, are you more timid and nervous when you smoke? And you, I was like, yeah, it definitely exacerbates it, which is not the best case. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was good that you asked because I wouldn't have. But I did. Like, I, I could say I did have intentions to fuck you like <laughs> I mean call it call
1: it out call it out as it is yeah so don't hold back on you
0: um but then we listened to a comedian that he actually introduced me to he was really funny Brent Weinbach and it's after smoking he was super funny and then he told me about a stand-up which was really funny and at this point I already knew he went to clown school and he was weird which I love that shit so
2: and and wait, wait. Julie is so also protect- a comedian. Wait,
0: wait. wait. So you went to cl- he 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 goes to clown school. You think it's weird, and you love that shit. Is that what you just said? Yeah, I think that's super sexy that he went to clown school.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she she is. Is this a fetish towards clowns, or this is a? No, uh, I
0: don't fetishize clowns. I
2: just think I she. W- so what our listeners need to know is that Julie is also a comedian, and she has a hilarious Twitter and Instagram that you guys should follow. Thank Julie. You, yeah.
0: Uh, Dinkelberg you want to plug? Under, yeah, Dinkelberg underscore Yeah, Dinkleberg underscore sixty nine is my Twitter, and then my um, Instagram is Chicken the number four, and then ever. So like Chicken parm Forever.
2: That'll be in the show notes of this episode yeah. as well.
1: Just so you know, the sixty nine happens to be my father's favorite number.
2: Oh, and awesome. and so I also was like, when I found out this, I was like, oh, this girl, she might be more sexual than I am. Well, I guess that's not very hard to do, but. It, <laughs> She might be down for this.
0: Yeah. I I would say I'm a very sexual person for sure.
1: Um, Do you know how great it is to be 21 years old and know that you're a sexual person? I mean, really, just from my standpoint, I have women in their 50s that don't realize that they're sexual people. Yeah. I've done that for a lot. Do you get that from your parents?
0: Are they like liberal or or siblings? What's going on in your family? So my parents, they divorced when I was about seven. Um, my mom, I would say, yeah, she's a sexual woman. Um, I don't, I don't have the relationship that you and Ken have at all with my mom. She, although she would much like it to, to be that way. Um, nothing is ever enough. Like I could tell her that I have sex with someone and she wants to know de- like details. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like that's,
2: Oh, she right. asked. Yeah, she'll oh, ask. She, but she...
0: she, she'll probe me. And then she'll be <laughs> like, you, you don't tell just me deny. Yeah, no, she'll be like, you don't tell me anything. And I'll be like, what do you you want me to tell you when I came? Like, what do you want me to tell you?
1: Oh, God. (laughs) Wait, so do you think it's because you were uh, raised by a single parent and that it it develops a different relationship between mother and daughter than if you had been in an intact family, so to speak?
0: I'd say so. Um, My mom is very – I'd say she's pretty unconventional. So she's very laid back. She smokes a lot of pot. And kind of let. Can, I, can
1: Do you mind setting me up with your mother
0: at oh, any I, point? I would love nothing more than to do that. Like it would be. <laughs> it.
2: You, I was pitching your book to her
0: for yeah, her
1: mother I, at, yeah.
2: during this date.
0: Yeah. I
1: think your mom and I
2: had definitely got to
1: meet. We sound like two birds of a feather.
0: I, yeah. I, I think so too. Yeah. She's a cool girl. Woman. She's a grown woman, not a girl. Um. <laughs> but yeah. She, I, I mean, I, she always told me that I had like intimacy issues just because I never really spoke to her about it. And like, was that open with her? And she was always open with me when, even when I didn't really want her to be.
1: But, <laughs> yeah. like Yeah. There's, there's so there's, she would just like tell you every minute of every date and you didn't like, ah, that's too much information, mom.
0: I mean, I, I would be just sitting in the car talking and then she would be like, you know, if she was in a relationship, um, they just, it just, they just broke up, but she'd be like, you know like the sex was great. And like, he really knew. And I just be like, Oh, that's really, uh, that's great. Like, okay, let's move on, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, it's cool that she was open with me and I have, I definitely have a pretty open relationship with her, but it, I don't know if that had, a, was affected by being a single mom, but I probably, so yeah. All
2: right. Let's, I'm, I'm going to steer us back on track to the yeah, special night. Okay what What led up to it what what happened, and now our thoughts on casual sex, so <laughs> leading up to, leading up to it, I find out I, I, there's all, already these flirtations. would you say we were flirting at work?
0: You know, I didn't think so, but i like people at work said that we had i don't want they didn't say chemistry verbatim, but they said like, oh, there was something going on. I was like, really, I didn't fucking know that.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I,
0: I didn't. We just kind of had like, I, I feel
2: similarly. Yes. It yes,
0: wasn't yes. anything like super flirtatious. And then
2: after I left, I was like, OK, I have a little time left in, in New York. I came here to explore sexually and see what it's all about. This is a cute girl. She seems down. And then she has a very highly sexual Twitter. <laughs> we, we get along well. Let's go on a date and see where this goes. That's my thought process.
1: Very proud son. Jesus
2: yeah. Christ. Probably. Okay. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, he, and then
2: you 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 accepted in in kind. I
0: I, I accepted what? Accepted.
2: I I was like I I was pretty forthright. I was like, "Do you want to go on like a nighttime stroll?"
0: <laughs> yeah, he did say a that. Nighttime stroll was what he a came up with, stroll. I, which I liked. That I, I that's something that I would do. Um, but unfortunately, we couldn't that night. But when he asked me, he goes, "You want to hang out?" I just said yes. Like I couldn't be yeah, more. Th- I couldn't yeah. be more explicit. Like yes.
2: I felt similar but then we meet up and I was like oh I I don't I'm unfamiliar still with this whole area so we'll see what happens I don't know how this goes down anyway
1: we have the date so I just got a little background on Julie's part so have you had many I would say one night stands or experiences with the first time like (laughs) lover
0: yeah I would say on a majority of my sexual experiences have been one night stands or casual I would say, cause I've never been in a relationship aside from, yeah, I, yeah, I've never been in a relationship. And how do you get
2: into these one night stands? That's going to be my next question. I
0: mean, a lot of the time alcohol is involved, which I don't really, I, this was, I would say more when I was 19, I had a whole, I kind of just went crazy one summer. That's like made up for a lot of it, I'd say. And then just here and there, like I went to Europe and had a couple of nights, one night stands there and, you know, stuff like that where I just kind of wanted to have like a fun experience. You know, if alcohol is involved, that kind of enticed me.
2: But it, did you use dating apps? or? No. Or...
0: Um, so I did. I actually went on one Tinder date because I was just like, fuck it. Like, I want to see what's out there. And I went on one Tinder date. The first time um, I went on a date with this guy, we went out for a drink, actually, at Sycamore Tree, the bar that Cameron and I went to. And then it led to us going to Prospect Park, walking around, and we just, like, made out. And then I actually went on another date with him and we had sex and then I never saw him again because <laughs> I just, it was just like not, yeah. So I, I decided never to do that again.
2: So at any point w- during this summer of fucking, yeah. w- do, were you getting up, were you uh, getting emotionally attached to these guys no. or was it just like, you know, I'm trying to experiment?
0: No emotional attachment at all. I, yeah. I, I, that's it at all.
2: Well, and were you just wanting to experiment? And that's what led to this?
0: Yeah, I think that I kind of had a breakthrough. Where I was like, okay, I just want to fuck different people and see how it goes. Like, I just, you know, was just like, okay, if I'm attracted to this person physically, like, I'm just gonna have sex with them. And this, I was like, 19 at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you? A, were you using? Obviously, you're using protection, right? I know if you were with Cam, you were definitely using protection. We but did with all yes. these other people. Um, not every time. But- with all these other people, were you were you using protection? And are you concerned at all about any kind of STDs and all that kind of stuff?
0: Um, I would say I wasn't as smart then as I am now, but I was. I did use protection majority of the time. Yeah.
2: So we will, we go on this date. Yeah, and the date is so it's it's unusual because. That's why I'm, I I was getting very confused because we were clicking like it, yeah. it it went very well like emotionally I really enjoyed hanging out with you mm-hmm. so it's it, it's more than it, for me it's more than just like a total random hookup or anything like that you know like we had a whole backstory together
1: for sure because well, you knew each other from work first of all right yeah, so it wasn't really a one night stand at all it oh, was more no. sort of like just a culmination of a lot of like. Friendship talks, that kind of stuff.
2: So that's why it was. I, I was unsure at the end of the night whether it was going to lead to something like uh, like a highly sexual experience, mm-hmm. or if it was going to be something that we were like, no, you want to make sure that this friendship is kept intact, and that's so we don't. So there was some ambiguity there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so you don't you don't follow the rules. No. You have to have, like, six dates before you get sex.
2: (laughs) I don't believe in it. I totally
1: don't believe in it either. But I think that... I do think there's value sometimes to wait for, like, the second date or the third date just to... Because then you can have, like, some teasing and some tension build up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could... Not for any other reasons, like, playing games or anything, but just basically just to get... Get a little um, steam under there before you actually culminate. Because once you do have sex, then you kind of can't go back to just, like, making out in the car or something.
0: Yeah. Well, I... I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not very disciplined. Like, I'll, if I want to have sex with somebody, I kind of will just be like, okay, well, let's do it, you know?
2: You could be my daughter. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, you – I think on the date, I was like, you would get along really well with yeah, my Yeah, you did
0: say that. Um, yeah. I, yeah, back to what occurred. So we're on my bed at this point listening to this comedian. And Cameron, we, after we were talking, he goes, so I'm wondering if we're going to hook up. And I got, <laughs> and I got nervous. And when I get nervous, I deflect with a question. And I go, uh, I don't know. Are we? And then, <laughs> and then I was like, I'm just curious. What are you? Ex- what were you expecting out of this? He's like, I don't know. I was just seeing how it was going to pan out and whatever. I think you're cool and all this stuff. And I, he was like, What about you? And I said, Yeah, this. Me too. But really, that's not. That wasn't really the truth.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like I had, I had intentions for sure. <laughs>
1: See, I always say I always say to all my people on YouTube and things like that. I always say, you know, guys, girls are just as horny as boys and then guys just think it all has to be on them, but a lot of times I think yeah. it's the opposite. I actually think it's worse. Yeah, I agree. It, worse. Well, I, I mean, maybe the desire is is stronger on the part of women than men.
2: I mean, it could be. It wasn't so my question that converse okay. I had had previous experiences during the summer where I didn't speak enough ahead of time, and it led me with a lot, left me with a lot of questions afterwards. Okay. So I was like, if I'm doing any more fucking fucking around, I every goddamn question that could possibly come up, I'm getting out beforehand because otherwise yeah. I'm wracked with anxiety. So at the time, a big thing that I was thinking was like, I have no idea how experienced this girl is whatsoever, and I I don't know if this it could have been her first time having sex. It could be she could want relationships with every guy that she has sex with and she thinks that this is more of the more than one night thing. so i wanted to make sure there was going to be a we were going to be on the same fucking page and yes. I, before we even kissed or anything like that so that i was i was not trying to be coy at all it was coming out <laughs> full disclosure
0: yeah and know, i i thought that which, was very commendable
2: you it wasn't it wasn't a total boner killer for you no it
0: wasn't a total i mean it wasn't a total boner killer it i didn't think it was a killer at, at all I, I like oh, okay. full disclosure, and I yeah, I didn't see any problem with it. I think it's good to be clear. You know, that's I was cool with that. You're a cool chick,
2: I know. I was very <laughs> excited when then I, I bring up the fact that you're much younger. I don't know, does do you have you had a lot of experience? And then you were like, you. I think you just pounced on me. I don't I think there it, there was.
0: Yeah, I, for the small talk, Ham, Enough with the chit chat. Okay, yeah, let's get to this. I kind of did pounce. I feel like I, I tend to do that, and. Like we were, kiss- no, we were kissing, we started kissing. And I, th- I think that I have a th- an idea that men generally don't want to kiss for 10 hours straight, which I am, I would love to do that. Like, I-, I really enjoy it. But I think that I have, like, there's like, I think there's a stigma for men for kissing. And I think that I kind of just went straight for the dick. Like, after not much time like i i I, girl we need to
1: talk yeah we need to talk about that one okay i don't give a shit about the stigma of no kissing for guys and that's not necessarily the case by the way i think that's some sort of like a porn thing but definitely you definitely want to kiss as much as possible and guys do love it well
2: i'm gonna ask cam do you like kissing i think fair i'm not like the hugest fan of kissing Okay, But I, I thought – I recognized – for me, it was like, oh, she's moving very fast. Like, she yeah. this girl knows what she wants, and she's getting it.
1: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> she knows what she wants, and she's
0: getting it?
2: That's what it felt like. But uh, you were –
0: did you just say that, though? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I yeah, did. I was like – My mother's here, fun. and I said that?
0: Serve it to me on <laughs> a platter, bitch. Like, no. But I <laughs> – I, I – I like, I, we kissed for – I would say – a few minutes. It was a fair amount of time. I was like, I, w- I wasn't sitting there through the kissing. Like, okay, what is a sensible time to unbuckle his pants? Like, and it wasn't it wasn't without like I didn't just rip them off you know out from under him either. Um, but I, I was I would say that I was more aggressive and forward, which I kind of am that way.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that was I was very turned on by that. Okay. I thought that that worked for me.
0: Yeah, because I should say like I watch a fuck ton of porn. And I I think that I, I think that it has its effect without it's like a sub, it's like a subconscious thing where I tr- almost try to emulate it without me even being cognizant of it. And it's like super mm. like bang, 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 aggressive kind of thing.
1: OK, that will suit you well as far as being a cougar in the future.
0: Oh, great. OK. <laughs>
2: My I, mother, by the way, is redefining the term cougar if you're unaware. Oh, I to love, mean,
1: I love it. It's an acronym: confident, older, unique, genuine, assertive, and racy woman, and that sounds like Julie in the making.
0: It is a Julie in the making, I think so too. Um, but yeah, so I, I went to, I went straight to the oral sex, and after not much time, Cameron did ejaculate, and I was, it did go to my ego a little bit because I wasn't, I was, not, I was not aware of the premature ejaculation at this point, so I was like, oof.
1: What does that mean? We're not aware of the premature ejaculation. Like, I what didn't, does that mean? I
0: didn't know that it was out in the open on this podcast. Like, yes, mother, I have premature oh. ejaculation kind of shit. So. <laughs> uh,
2: although, here's what. Can I just defend myself for two seconds? <laughs> which is to say that this tend The premature ejaculation tends to come out when I it's like the first couple times having sex with yeah, someone. Sure. So if I'm in a, like a steady relationship, then I'm able to last longer and it's much it's a little more respectable than this fucking shit
1: it's probably like 6 minutes <laughs> 6 uh, no 6 is too long i mean so here's the deal like if that's the case though um what would happen if like you just focused on her like like and said no I, i'm not gonna just go for sex right now
0: that's kind of well
2: that's kind of what happened
0: yeah so after oh. that he like kind of it was, he was very attentive to me afterwards, as I have like to call it fondle, fondling my goodies. Um, he, for a while <laughs> and Cameron, I have to apologize. I was full bush at this point. I actually had a wax appointment that if the following day, I just had a out there. and, and, um, it, oh, and that was really what stood out to me the most was, yeah, like it was, he's was super attentive. And I described to him when we t- spoke on the phone, poetic, um, like really just, Poor. yeah, like it was a very like sensual experience, very attentive to me, my body language, like almost like he read a car manual on how to please a woman just with your hands.
1: He did. He, he read my book.
2: Get the fuck out of here with that
0: mother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> De- <laughs> and- I did not, I did not, I did not get my fucking training from my mother. It's sick, sick, disgusting. No, I meant like
1: being attentive you know how I always I always push guys to just because they're always like how you know I don't get to how I can last longer or I don't know you know what to do as far mm-hmm. as like you know how I, I can get harder or whatever and it's just like always say like just if you feel like you're going to be in any
2: kind of premature ejaculation position just focus on her yeah for sure but also also I I, I wanted to make sure you had a good time as well so
0: yeah of course I
2: th- felt that that was what was necessary for the situation
0: but not every not everyone thinks that way which they should but it, it was it was a, he was patient too cuz i i don't come quickly um so it no, you know. most
1: most women take much longer to come and yeah. most women don't do too well when they don't know the person and not as comfortable mm-hmm. especially on a blind date or first date or whatever like this one night stand whatever this was <laughs> so the the cool thing though is that he he did
0: take the time and mm-hmm. you know you were able to relax
1: so what happened?
0: So I'd say it was a really, it was a good amount of time that he was, he was down there. Um, I did. There were, there were some times and I'm not afraid to like direct or like help him out a little bit. And I think as a team, we, we drove it home for sure. And <laughs> um, then we kissed for a while after, which is also like you're the way, the way Tamron kisses is also very interesting too. Like I'm so much more into like aggression, and it, it was very intimate, and w- which I w- was not used to. So fast
2: So it's very—it's crazy to hear how some someone perceives it. Compares my kissing to other people because I don't get the experience it at all. So you, you don't think it's aggressive? What's was it zero aggressive? Or
0: uh, I I what oh. what would. I almost felt like when we were kissing, like Nora Jones was playing in the background. Like it was just super, like fucking. It <laughs> like? That like, sounds I, lame.
2: It sounds you know, no. It's not actually, lame.
1: you you asked my boyfriend. He would listen to Nora Jones when he wanted to like really chill out. And yeah, I fucking he love loves Nora Jones. Jones.
0: Flying. And, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I really enjoyed it. The thing is, I think that we were both also like on opposite sides of the spectrum as far as sex goes. Like you, I think. And a an emotional and spiritual connection is kind of your little kink, and I like being kind of yeah. I'm more used to being thrown around and kind of like, but that doesn't mean that I didn't enjoy it. I really did it was a it was a great experience for me,
2: yeah, and you know what's funny for me it I've only gotten to the point of aggression when I'm really comfortable with someone, yeah, where like I'm like, oh, now we can really so explore. Funny. Like, how crazy we can be and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like,
0: that's it's the total I, opposite for me. And it's not like,
2: it doesn't seem as much like a conscious decision, <laughs> like, that I could even make. Like, it would just feel very unnatural if I just started getting super Rough, aggressive or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, as you said, you learned a lot of your techniques from porn, for sure. And porn is written and directed and created and consumed by men. Mm-hmm. So that's what they want their women to be like, and most women aren't
2: probably not like that. Or this might just be her. Way- I've, I've, I was with another person that was very similar to you. Oh, oh I guess she also watched a lot of porn. But, <laughs> but, yeah, I, and I will say I have never, I rarely, rarely watch porn. OK, so it so I, I get, this is another I think we were on very different sides of the spectrum. Well,
1: on the other hand, like the OK, now I, I'm i not I got in a fight with a woman about saying this fact, but it's, it's a fact because I even Googled it. So it must be a fact be. that the number one fantasy of women is the rape fantasy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's my fantasy. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying what I've read and heard. And so that's kind of goes along, goes along with the idea that you like to be the aggressor though. And it's like a flip flop there.
2: Or, or or you're just saying like that you you like the high, the aggressive. Yeah.
0: Like I, I usually go for rougher and I think that it's more so because I have an issue with making a connection with people just out of fear. I think, um, I'd rather be less intimate. Less spiritual during sex, and kind of, I, I think that I almost disassociate during sex, and I'd rather just kind of be tossed around and like objectified.
1: Yeah, you could be, you can able, you're able to separate sex and love, which
2: is what a question I always ask people.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and,
2: yeah, it's, I, I kind of have always been boggled by this that, cause I think most men have actually are, are programmed like that. It's mm-hmm. like, and, and and have a stronger sex drive if they see like I guess culture tells you like if you're a guy and you see a hot girl you should immediately want to fuck them and I'm always like yeah I, I don't have that like immediate urge it usually comes with time and uh like w- what arou- like I I was surprised with my last relationship where I would get aroused if I heard her saying something sweet or kind to mm-hmm. me and I was I was like what the fuck this is this I don't think this is a normal thing for men that. Uh, and so it, I think part of me going to New York was to discover maybe I'm doing it wrong or maybe I'm, you know, maybe if I had more experience, things would
0: change. Yeah. I, I, and I don't think that that's odd at all. Um, I, I wouldn't say I don't, I don't have a sexual attraction based off of physical anything either. Like that's not for me. Like when I was sexually attracted to you, when I found out you liked Bill Withers, I was like, that's so hot. Like, like <laughs> Bill Withers. Like that was literally it. Like that and I was just like I, I'd say having somewhat of a connection. I can't have sex with someone if I don't have anything in common, any connection with them. It's just bland and not fun, you know?
2: Right. But right.
0: I I'm not I'm not having sex looking for love or love making or that right. kind of thing. It's pleasure. Yeah. And casual. Yeah.
2: So were you turned off by my uh intimacy? Or like tendency towards making
0: you would have I think that it would have been a sure thing for you if you knew that I was turned off like I'm not good at like concealing my if I'm not horny (laughs) like you kind of would have seen the switch but um no I was not turned off by it and I something that unusual that I was actually turned on by which I don't fucking know why this turned me on you like asked you just I felt like I was almost in like a sex ed video just because first Karen asked me he goes, he goes, I, when well, me we, before we like have sex, he goes, have you been tested recently? And I said, that's my boy. Yeah. And I said, can no one ask these questions? And I, it's, it's a shame. Like, and I'm the choose put much of a, like, I, I don't ask them. And like, I was like, yeah, about a month ago. And then I looked to the left and I said, and then I, for some fucking reason, I go, I'm not lying. I really was. He didn't say anything. All and, right. I, remember? And I was like, that kind of negates. The fact that I was telling you the truth doesn't. He was just like, What the fuck is wrong with you? And then I was like, But I, it, it was the truth. <laughs> I, I
2: said, I wasn't questioning whether you were telling me the truth. Why did you have to re- 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 well, reaffirm just, yourself?
0: Like, but that's the truth. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I think, like, seriously, it is like. <laughs>
1: It is really important, though, that that I mean, even if you hadn't said that, I mean, I'm sure
0: people lie all the time. Yeah, people for sure. People do fucking lie. And I I mean, if I wasn't tested, I what am I going to say? Like, I, I wouldn't even know what to say. I mean, I luckily I was telling the truth. Cameron, I was telling the truth. All right. Jeez. No, but got it.
2: Got it. <laughs> I just, I. why are
1: you sweating right now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, But and then right. But also, but like. We, he hadn't put the condom on yet and then he asked me if I'm on birth control and another one I was, it was like a three-point thing like consent have you been tested <laughs> and are you on birth control it was like systematic and I was like and all I said was nope and then we cut to the chase and that was it but I really appreciate that like I was just like that's kind of hot like that you were just so like I like you you want to know, and you ask
2: yeah, I think there. I mean, it, I think it requires a lot of confidence to, yeah, to do that. like there was right. no fucking beating around the bush. I was like, this is this is what I need to know before anything fucking proceeds, and that was it for sure. But it, I could see how some people would be like, "Oh, that's a fucking what? Come on, let's get you fucking let's nerd. Be in the heat of the moment, right? <laughs> well-
1: so usually you're with these guys, Julie, and. They don't ask you questions like, are you, are, you know, are you clean? Are you tested? They don't ask you any birth control questions. No. Cause that I've been asked, you know, or at least maybe I'm the one also bringing it up. But now that you've had this experience, do you think you might ask in the future just to be safe or just to, <sighs> you know, now that you know, you can have that conversation first.
0: I mean, I, I always tell people I'm on of birth control. Like I'm just like, cause I don't, I don't, obviously I don't want to get pregnant, but the, the testing, the testing, like, I also think that there's so much room for lying. Like, every, I th- I, th- I think everyone would just be like, yeah. No one's going to be like, no, I've never been tested before. Let's do this.
1: I know someone who has herpes and does not tell her long-term boyfriend of, like,
2: five or ten years.
0: Oh, my God. It, that's terrible. I also think, like,
2: I think most people don't even know if they have yeah. se- uh, uh, STDs or STIs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, that's a hard question. But anyway...
1: Yeah, What I basically want to know is like now that you had this experience with Cam, do you feel like it might change your experiences with other guys in the future? Or does it just one other notch on a
0: bed's post? (laughs) I think that this was such an outlier experience for me that I never had anything comparable to it before. It was very casual. It was always been very casual, um, more, you know, less of an intimate experience. And I think that it did set a bar for sure. I think also because he's older, he's more, he's more respectful, and you know.
1: Yeah, I'm just wondering if if because it, it, there is a big age difference, maybe Cam, you felt more comfortable talking to her because she's young, and and he's and maybe he's no, you're shaking your head.
2: Not the case, no. Because <laughs> I I I, did, I I I think I was upset that I hadn't been so uh, open with my previous partners that summer, mm-hmm. and I want I wanted to be like. And because it, it caused me ser- like serious anxiety afterwards. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, like I want to make sure that this, this person is not carrying my child. And <laughs> I have no idea. Even if I'm we- using a condom, I want to make sure like, can I trust this person? Like there's like a, it yeah. just clears up a lot of, and I think it can. I mean, it does lead to bigger, uh, like, better connection if you can really sit in the trust of the other person.
0: Definitely,
1: and it's good if you use hex condoms by Lilo. Jesus Christ, <laughs> we we just got to send some samples of hex con- condoms by Lilo, and I like to make a little plug for them. Do <laughs> you think, Kim?
2: I have not used them, but they look very nice in the oh, packaging. Nice. They're very, they're strong. They're
1: sturdy. They, they have a light weight material, and you get fifteen percent off of all Lilo products if you go to Lilo dot com and go to the checkout code Karen Lee 15 percent off of all right. Lilo, I'm sure you know Lilo, don't you?
0: I don't know Lilo. You it better.
2: L- oh, best vibrators ever.
0: Oh, okay. I'll get familiar.
2: W- were there any other points that we haven't covered yet that you wanted to um, chit chat about? Oh, because you
0: have a list. I do have. I I, I, I barely well even I barely even looked at my list, but I think that I I, I honestly don't even know what I've said so far, but Like from your perspective, like would you say? Because I think that while this it it was occurring, I didn't have any of these emotions circulating. I didn't think about it. It's really afterwards where I really reflected and thought about it, and I was like, "Wow, that was really different and interesting." And you know, but for you, you told me that you're really anxious during these and like have all of these thoughts of what comes afterwards. Like, is she going to think that I want a relationship, or is she going to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how you felt like afterwards or during?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it led me. I think it was the culmination of all of these experiences that led to my this podcast episode last week, where I was like, "Listen, I really don't. I'm not a fan of casual sex or f- sex where you don't. It, it there's not that build up. Like, I want to have sex, on, like the fifth date because mm. that build up is really what creates really heightened arousal for me. Okay, and without that, I'm like, oh, it's just something. I feel something is lacking from this experience. So it, it really I again. I don't want. This is no reflection on you at all. Like it, it <laughs> just worry. is a, a reflection on how how much how much time we had to get to know each other, which was not enough. Right. For it to warrant like like the emotional intimacy for me really uh, needed to increase in order for the physical intimacy to be warranted.
1: Well, also it's it's part of the whole. Like you guys didn't even know if there was a sexual chemistry between you until mm-hmm. that night. So it also you know, serves to that sexual tension. If you are if on the fifth or sixth date starts, be, finally you're like ready to like, you know, like get, you know, if you're on the fifth or sixth date by then, you're really, um, going to have that tension and, and sexual arousal mm-hmm. at its height. Y'all going.
2: Fuck? I mean, that yeah. said, yeah, that said, I obviously was very aroused. If I was able to come twice, very, <laughs> quickly, both very fucking quickly. I'm glad. And, uh, I also was like, oh, it, it was like the don't judge a book by its cover thing. Like <laughs> you clearly and what you was the you cover? had your what did you say?
0: And what what was the cover exactly?
2: I was like, oh, she's 21. I don't know how how much yeah. like experience she's going to have, like it, how what her thoughts are with regard to sex. And I, it just required us to have a little discussion. and I think that was pretty revelatory for me too.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Something I want to ask you about um when you said you know, it takes you a while to come and and that, uh, you had to help him along with, Mm -hmm. you know, no, obviously, you know, he, he doesn't have the owner's manual to your body because Mm -hmm. you're the only one and everyone is unique. So, um, when you're saying that you asked him, I mean, when you're saying before about how, you know, you had to help him along, uh, do you normally do that? Or is that, is that something you're going to be doing in the future? What, what what do you think that's all about? Because I personally, just my own take is that you should always communicate. That's like the most important thing Mm -hmm. communicate what you need and what you like. And, and don't feel at all afraid to, to actually, you know, make yourself come Mm because no one else is going to be able to do it like you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm very familiar with my body, so I, I know what's going to drive me there. And I, I always communicate. I mean, it's, I know girls that would just pretend that, you know, and, and not say anything. And it's like, well, I want to enjoy the experience, you know, to its full capacity. So why wouldn't I just communicate it? Cause, and it's also, they take that knowledge and they could apply it to someone else. I mean, that's, I think that's great. And then I would rather someone direct me. I'm always open to direction and like, I I would never be offended if someone said, no, do this or, you know, how are you supposed to know? It's the first time. awesome a plus (laughs) i
2: also thought it it was a turn on to me that you were able to be open about that and say like yeah this is what i want this is what i need because i mean that 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 requires a lot of confidence to share that as opposed to like a guess and check fucking game where i'm like oh my god i have no idea if this person is even into this it shows that you know your body like you said which Mm -hmm. was very cool
1: and you should be able to do it too, Cam. You should be able to tell someone how you like to be stroked or whatever the case may be. How you like getting head? I mean, is that something that
2: eventually you're going to be comfortable with? If I could last long enough to have that fucking discussion, yeah, deck deck might work.
0: I yeah. I mean, I don't think there was any issue with that this time around. But um, I I mean, i like I've given head for I think almost an hour before, and
2: oh my god, yeah,
0: and I literally think Bye. I had strep throat the next day. Like I, I would have rathered that like like TMJ for life type shit. And I, I would have much rather that person like, you know, direct me or like how I liked it. Right. Or done something else. I was like, I
2: I know I have some friends that are on like antidepressants and they Mm -hmm. can't, they, it just takes them forever to come. And so they tell me about stories where the girl's like going down to them forever and And I think at that point, if you know you're not going to come, you gotta
0: communicate that. Just
2: gotta, yeah. Like, hey, okay, we maybe tap out right now because (laughs) it's just not going to happen.
1: And and, you know that has happened to me with partners. And I, I would much rather have someone say, "Okay, I'm enjoying this process. It's just not going to happen," than to keep going and going and going until you're like, you know, I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow. So you know, it there's a certain amount of time that is allowed, and that's it.
0: No, for sure. (laughs) And like the guy that I have been having casual sex with recently, he, I've, he was one of these people that I'd given head to for a very fucking long time. And he didn't tell me, I'd say I, like after like five times of having sex with him, I've only came from getting head one time and he's 24 years old. So he's well aware of this. And I, that information would have been very valuable for me. So I was like, what the hell is like, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the future,
1: maybe ask. Say, "Hey, is there anything else that we could be doing to make you come a little faster?"
0: Can I get you. Or is that prefer? too
2: bold? I had a question. I, I was. I think it's always on my mind during the hookup that I'm like, "Oh God, I just came so fucking quickly." It. I was able to get over it, but I. I I'm wondering how to get over that embarrassment, or the humiliation mm. I feel around that. Okay. Um.
1: So did you judge him because he came fast or did you take it more as an ego boost said, say, hey, I must turn him on if he came that fast?
2: Or is this a loaded situation which my mother and I are both listening to your response no, right now? No,
0: I, I will be totally transparent. I was not turned off by it. Also because I, maybe if I didn't know you at all, it would have been, I would have been, you know, I I knew you and I I like you as a a lot as a person. I think you're fucking a really great guy. So I, it didn't sway me at all into thinking anything. And I, I didn't, I mean, like I said, it went to my ego a little bit. I was like, okay. But I mean, I, I wasn't, (laughs) I wasn't really turned off by it. I think that I'd be more turned off if you didn't come at all, if that makes sense. But I Mm -hmm. think the humility is something you could be it's something. If I think the more upfront you are about things, the less humiliating it is. Like, listen, and not ah, that could have, and not before it happens. I think if it happens, like, don't <laughs> don't set up set the scene. Like, just so you know, I will ejaculate in thirty seconds. Like, I'd say <laughs> after it happens, just be like listen. Like, honestly, this this just just happens sometimes. Like, don't even you know. Yeah. And if you like brush I it think, off,
2: didn't I say something? Hmm. Didn't I, I think didn't. or maybe I said something that expressed humiliation.
0: I, I think that you were, of course, a little bit embarrassed. You weren't like fucking turn over and cry, but you were like, I could feel like you were a little bit. <laughs> why, why the
1: embarrassment? Why? Wait, I just no. Seriously, is, is it embarrassment that like you feel like you're not skilled as a lover if you do it? Or is it embarrassing that, you know, you just don't have control? Or why is there even an embarrassment, if, especially if you can just get it up again in a, five minutes later? So what's going on there?
2: I think for I think there's such a negative stigma to coming quickly. Like there's a fucking name for it, and you people make fun of you for having premature ejaculation issues. That I, it's true. And so, yeah, there. It, I did feel some humiliation. And I think I did say like, "Oh, god damn it! I wish." <laughs> I what, did. I, do you no, remember you, what I said? You, you didn't. You didn't
0: say anything, and I, there was no problem with that either. I kind of, and it, I couldn't tell whether it was just situational or you, if this had happened to you before, but I kind of got the inclination. that, like you, this isn't like the first time this has happened to you just because you weren't making a huge mm. fuss over it. Like it's happened before. Like, I've, <laughs> I've had, I've had, I've had a couple experiences where guys have came like really super quick. Like even before I started doing anything, I've had guys like ejaculate. I mean, I've, I've just making out and like, I'll go there and they don't say anything. And then like, I'll take down their pants and they ejaculate it all over themselves. So it could
2: be worse, Cameron. Okay. <laughs> All right. All
1: right. And, and the I, I also think still, you're still very young. And as age creeps up on you, you're going to be like, why can't I come that fast? You know what I mean? It could happen that you might think
2: of it as a gift. Yeah. Well, in, I think in caveman times, if yeah. necessary, I could I could plant my seed very quickly very and amazing. get the fuck out of there. And that's great. I think that's a huge yeah. plus. Thank you. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs>
1: Can I just say how impressed I am with both of your ability to like talk about this so maturely, so (laughs) openly, so honestly, it's just amazing to me. I don't think I could do this to be honest. I I don't think I could ever do this. And I think it'd be very hard for me. How about in front of your mother? And and in front (laughs) of me! And it's going to be broadcast to thousands of listeners, yeah, so I'd like to hear from our listeners by the way, what you guys think about this 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 whole um, recap of the the encounter between Julie and Cam. I'd love to hear from our listeners and uh, how can they get to us?
2: You can email us your thoughts at sextalkpodcast at gmail dot com. You can also leave us a voicemail, which we love to play at three two three four seven two four two three seven that will be in the show notes of this episode as well. Dinkelberg. Any other uh, um, thoughts, plugs,
0: sh- yeah. shares? I had a great time talking to you guys. and I'm super happy that I, I could talk about sex with Cameron on his podcast. It was a great opportunity. I, am yeah. so,
2: so, I I was so excited when you said you wanted to come on the show. Well, I said you should come on the show, and you're like, yeah, I should. <laughs> you know, I, I, because imagine now like, – I love that this podcast gives me the ability to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think that these conversations should happen as much as possible with any, for anyone. Because now, if mm-hmm. we were to have sex, like there's so like we've we've laid down so much foundation of trust yeah. by having this conversation, that it would be you much guys better. Could definitely be fuck buddies.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> listen. I already put it out there. I said if you ever needs help, if you ever need a helping hand, <laughs> and, and the the offer still remains. But yeah, I appreciate that. I, I agree with you 100%. I think these conversations are like super valuable to have. And I don't think most people have them or are willing to have them because they think they're uncomfortable. But I think it makes everything more comfortable.
2: Is this the first time, did you ask this already? Is this the first time you've had this type of debrief? I mean, obviously in front of uh, um, public and then with someone's mom is a little unusual circumstances.
0: Yeah. I would say to this extent, yes. But I always like to... Talk about things usually. Maybe not then, yeah. right after they occur, but later on it'd be like, hey, what did you think about this? Or, oh, I liked this. Or communicating, you know, what, you know, that type of thing.
2: It's awesome.
1: So are you able to just out of curiosity? Because you did say you had someone recently that, you know, gave you or TMJ, or whatever, but <laughs> is this particular person this uh, ongoing fuck buddy? Or have you had any kind of ongoing,
0: yes. you
1: know, friends of benefits things?
0: Um, currently, I mean, I do have that like person I would call, you know, late and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Kind of thing. And it's not, I, I would, I kind of always thought there was like a negative connotation to having a fuck buddy. Like I thought it was a little bit sleazy and just like kind of bizarre, but it's cool when you know that you don't want a relationship with somebody and vice versa and you guys can just have sex with each other and have a connection still, but just know that there's that unspoken contract of okay, this is probably not going to go any further than this and just have sex with them and, you know, be satisfied.
1: Yeah. But what happens then if one of you guys gets more, you know, involved than the other, you know, in other words, like what happens if one gets more invested in having more of a relationship than just the fuck buddy?
0: I mean, I, it's funny you should say that because I did kind of feel that that was happening a little bit with this situation where I'm pretty detached and I don't, and then the, I think my, Fuck buddy was getting a little bit wanting maybe a little bit more for me, but i I kind of just pull back a little bit and i don 't want to say put them in their place, but it's just like you know i don't want to ensue false hope in somebody i i I think that's fucked up to string somebody along, so it eliminates confusion i think
2: yeah, I think that and that could be talked about ahead of time, like hey, the risk of entering mm-hmm. the situation is that one of us might develop feelings for the other person, yeah and
0: that was kind of said like when this first kind of started. So I I first met this person in back in April. So it's been a a long time and, um, for it to not progress in this time, I think is a little impressive if I say so myself, but I, I like, um, he kind of said, Oh, you just use me for sex. And I was kind of like, I don't use you, but I think that we have like a mutual understanding where, you know, we make each other feel good and that's kind of it. And you know, that's kind of what it,
2: what it is. I I am so amazed that we're able to have this conversation about your other partners.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy.
2: I mean, that's the type. It's incredible openness.
1: It, it's amazing, and I'm 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 ready for more of a friendship with you and your mom.
2: I have one closing thought, which is that I think in the last podcast I was, I I was very clear that I'm not a fan of casual sex, mm-hmm. and. Are you now a big fan? No, 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 no. I think I, over, since I've recorded that, I've been thinking about, like, does this apply to my beliefs about everyone in the relationship to casual sex? And then I think talking to you has really been like, oh, no, she, this works for her. Like, this is, casual sex is totally fine. It's just not necessarily my thing, is yeah. my, my, finished perspective like i don't i don't shit on anyone who wants casual sex it's just for me at me at this point Mm -hmm. because this might change in the future
0: yeah
1: this might change when he comes to visit you in new york
0: (sighs) who fucking knows who who fucking knows i mean i yeah i think everybody has their own little thing but i mean ultimately i do want a relationship with somebody and have a connection and have that but i i'm not one to jump into things so i'm saying if i could have sex with somebody, you know bust my nut and have a good time then why not you know so i th- i can I, i'm versatile i can do both i have i just haven't found that yet and i'm i'm not sitting around waiting for it you know holding out mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a good way to put yeah. it yeah
2: yeah yeah i i'd love to hear our listeners if their their perspectives on casual sex and it...
0: uh can
1: i ask you something sure what's your zodiac sign
0: oh i knew this was coming i'm a virgo oh uh. Why? Well, I, I would have
1: said Scorpio. What do you mean a Virgo? That was not a, as that was not expected. Uh, no, no? But, but interesting. Very interesting.
2: Our last question that we always end with is, have you, you walked in on your parent having sex or vice versa?
0: Okay, so oh, I'm going to try not to give a long winded response here. So when I was very young, and my, this is also when my parents after they divorced, I they tried to like rekindle. And I did. My mom was naked, and she kind of shut the door when I was like emerging in. She was like, no, like walking in front of me, and I shut the door. And then my mom and her boyfriend, my door was cracked, and it, I, I don't think that she knew that I was awake. And, and her door was open, and it was like 5:30 a.m. But I could, it was, I could see, and she was having sex with her boyfriend, and I literally held a pillow over my head and almost wanted to suffocate myself, like to where I would pass out. <laughs> <laughs> like I just.
1: How old were you at this point?
0: Maybe like 18. I was just like, fuck this. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, I, felt, like I, <laughs> could, I felt like I couldn't move an inch because I didn't want them to know that I was awake. Because I would, oh, God. Wow. Was, why,
1: why do you think that you felt this way?
0: I mean, I don't want to, I honestly, I don't want to see my mom having sex. And I don't, I, it just made me like, I was like cringing. I was like, are you fucking, like.
2: You know what? Mom, I know we're super fucking open, but I would also feel horrified yeah. and repulsed to want to suffocate to walk in on you having sex.
1: I would be mortified to walk in on you having sex. It's just the boundaries that you want to keep.
2: Okay, again, if anyone wants to find you, they can find you on Twitter at Dinkelberg Unders- underscore, underscore 69.
0: Yep, that's me, Doris. That's me, bitch. Doris. <laughs> and then
2: on Instagram at...
0: Chicken Parm. Chicken Parm. The number four ever. <laughs>
2: This is why we get along.
0: No idea why, but okay, It sounds
1: cute.
2: <laughs>
0: I wouldn't say cute. Shit. My my t- camera knows my Twitter's a little bit. Um...
1: I'm I'm gonna be following that shit. Oh, you are fuck. gonna love this shit,
0: man! It it's raunchy. It raunchy hell. It? It's very raunchy. Yeah. Are you kidding? It's super raunchy. Yeah,
2: yeah. She's. You should follow her YouTube. It's raunchier than your fucking Twitter. Oh, I
0: will. I can, you,
2: I can top that raunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> raunch off.
2: Thank you very much, Julie.
0: My
1: pleasure, thank you. Me blowing kisses, it's so nice nah. to meet you. You're a doll, you're not gonna sing. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the casual sex in the trees.